Good morning and welcome to Atheist Talk on KTNF AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Good morning to all of you joining us locally by radio and streaming online. We appreciate you tuning in. Today is Sunday, April 28th. You know where I was this morning, okay? <laughs> it was an early morning and a late night last night. Um, but we do appreciate you tuning in. I'm here in studio with Maddie Love and Julie Love. And via the spirit phone, we have Tucker Drake from the uh, Atheist at the Trailer Park podcast. Right, Tucker? Right. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker has as part of the At the Trailer Park podcast, and I think a couple of other ones. Um, we're going to be talking today about time travel and multi-universe theory. So a little bit of Doctor Who, a little bit of sliders, a little bit of science. This is going to be fun. Um, this is an open conversation. We welcome and encourage listener interaction with your phone calls to 952-946-6205, your emails to radio at mnatheist.org, tweet us at, at Atheist Talk, or check out our Facebook page, Atheist Talk. The phone number is only available when we're live, but you can always email or tweet whether we're live or you're listening to the podcast. Maddie, Julie, Tucker, good morning and welcome to Atheist Talk. Hey. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So before we go any further, Tucker, Hersey kind of glossed over any and all shows you might be doing. <laughs> did you want to help listeners find you? Uh, well, if you just Google the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast, I pop right up. Um, the, uh, ad, uh, the, the URL for the show is uh, Park. Oh, I don't even remember anymore. Don't you hate that? <laughs> oh my gosh, that happens to me well, all the time. How many times do people actually punch in an actual website? Oh, we that's go- a good question. I Google every like for Patreon. I'm like, oh, what's the website for Patreon? I'm just gonna Google it. <laughs> Patreon.com. Shh. <laughs> it might also, be work. I have no idea. Actually, I was gonna say you're also assuming I can spell Patreon the first time right. <laughs> yeah, I just plug whatever I'm looking for in the search bar and assume that Google's gonna search for it. We are all Google. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if someone Googles trailer park, atheist in the trailer park, they'll find you. Yep. Perfect. Although, yeah, I just searched my podcast app. If you're using a podcast app, just search for it in your podcast app. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. So let's start with kind of the the layman introduction person who hasn't seen Doctor Who sliders or the millions of sci-fi stuff that's involved with time travel and multi-universe theory. Kind of what is it? Well, the idea behind the multi-universe theory is that if you have, say, an event in somebody's life where they can make one or two choices, the universe splits into half and one universe They've made choice A, and the other universe, they've made choice B. Um, And there's theories that if you could go back in time and you change something in the past, you would actually create a new universe. And that's also known as a paradox theory, correct? Um, Well, the paradox theory... just called a paradox? Well, the paradox would be like you going back in time and killing your grandfather. At which point, if if the timelines didn't diverge, you know, how did you exist to be able to go back in time to kill your grandfather? Um, Sounds like a logic puzzle. Yeah. Well, there was – for 
before they, the, the idea of parallel universes came, became popular, there was always this idea that you would create a time loop. And, you know, until it somehow resolved itself, nothing in the universe would, would go beyond the point in which you murdered your grandfather or you went back in time to murder your grandfather. So, just keep. So the idea of parallel universe is one of my new favorite shows that I that I've seen this in is the Into the Spider Verse. Have you seen that one yet? No, no, I'm familiar with it, but I haven't seen it. And in that one, they they without spoiling too much, like in the beginning, Kingpin create and Doc Ock create this like device that that splinters like and causes all these multiple realities to come in. So you've got all these. Spider-Man, Spider-Person, Spider-Woman characters, Spider-Pig. Yes, it's actual Spider-Pig, which is in the comics. There's a comics with it. Anyway, they're all existing in the same universe. Okay, so for for those who don't know about comics, comic books are weird. They go into some weird stuff. Not like – and it's not bad weird, but there are times where you're looking going, okay, Thor spent at least a couple of months in the comic book, whatever you want to call it, as a frog. Yeah. And in this, it's Spider-Pig. It's not like Spider-Pig like from The Simpsons. No. It's Spider-Pig like Porky Pig as Spider-Man. Yep. It's It's awesome. Anyway, <laughs> I, I I went off and chose to go into different directions, split, therefore splitting my universe now into two, I guess. So I, I kind of wanted to get back to Tucker, back to the real, the original, actual good universe. <laughs> I was going to say I'm still in this room, so I, I question the good universe. But uh, Tucker, <laughs> take over, please. Well, well, what made me think of this was I was watching the uh, season finale of The Orville. I don't know if you've seen that or watched the show. It's on the list. Um, but there's a, two, and this is not a spoiler, two of the characters are having a discussion about time travel. And one of them says, you study temporal law. You know that if you go back in time, you don't kill Hitler because something worse might happen. And, I mean, that's that sounds, you know, uh, like a good rationalization. But then I got to thinking. In our daily lives, as we're going along, we don't know if we're inadvertently doing something to create the next Hitler. You know, we, we, we try to be decent human beings, but that doesn't mean we always succeed. And we don't know, you know, we cannot know the outcomes of our actions completely. You know, I mean, you inadvertently cut somebody off in traffic that causes them to snap, they go home, they beat the crap out of their kid, the kid grows up to be a dictator and, and slaughter lots and lots of people. Um, you, That's not an intention that you wanted to do, uh, but that's what happened. And, uh, you know. Yeah, it, I, I think I saw a Facebook meme about that recently. Not that the world revolves around memes, but it's essentially along the same lines. It was like, you know, we're always watching these time travel movies about being afraid to step on a butterfly, you know, 20 million years ago. But what about that butterfly that you encounter today? Like we don't right. think about our actions. Like we'll think about if you time travel, that tiny little action can have these huge ripple effects. But think about what your actions are doing today on a daily basis. Oh, I hate to bring it up that there is a movie that does it relatively decent job of that and it's a wonderful and that's the movie it's a wonderful life i also have major issues with that movie i've never seen it 
can I live in your universe? <laughs> For 30-some years, I've watched it on yeah, Christmas Eve. I'm so it. done with it. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, we watch A Christmas Story. <clears throat> and every year, I root for him to shoot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're going to shoot your eye out. And he never does. Well, that's just an unresolved plot line. Ho, ho, ho. I have actually never seen A Christmas Story, and I don't want to. Oh, I don't know. See, I you – never mind. Yeah. yeah. We'll switch universes. My movie some point. is better. No. All right. But it, it is a good time because the whole thing revolves around you know, the character seeing what his life or what life would have been like if he had never been born. Mm-hmm. And we don't think about that very much. Though when I was a teen, heck, even when I was an early teen, I was like, you know, if just a different connection between a sperm and an egg had happened, I would be a completely different person. I may not be doing this podcast. Yeah, you you may not. Um, you, you you may not have the same hair color. You may not have the same gender. You could be any number of different things. You may be running if, a Christian if, podcast. You know, the fertilization <laughs> had gone a little different. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear our, our sound engineer, Sam, but he pointed out that Hertzy in another universe is running a Christian podcast. <laughs> All praise the worship of Jesus. No. <laughs> no. The look you had on your face when I said that. I know. I almost wish we were long. We did the video because I was like, oh, I bet this is perfect. Freeze frame that and made a vine. Wait, people don't do vines anymore. I'm old. Not in this universe. <laughs> so, what's your favorite part about the multi universe theory? Um, just the idea that you can explore different scenarios. Um, so, because what. One of the things, and I don't remember what the show was called, but when I was a kid, there was a show on, and it was sort of like an American knockoff of Doctor Who, where this kid and this guy travel through time, and they go, like, they did, they went back in time and met Thomas Edison and helped him invent, like, the light bulb or something. And I always thought that was a horrible cheat, because, I mean... We, you know, if you're going to explore the past in a unique way, then don't tell us what we already know. Give us something new. Like, you know, have Edison, you know, invent the solar panel. And, you know, we don't have, you know, electric cars become more popular because of that. And we never have the issue with, uh, you know, all the pollution generated by internal combustion engines or, uh, you know, thought, fossil fuel burning p- power plants and things like that. But, I feel you like, know, oh. they don't, they didn't do that on that show. I feel like Edison actually did help make an electric car. And like he and Henry Ford were actually trying to get it. So that was the more, so the more people would use it. I hope they called it a Tesla. <laughs> oh, that's, that is a deep cut. Oh man! The first cut is the deepest. Uh, well, we will return for this and more deep cuts as soon as we get back from the break. Where you'll join Maddie Love, Jen, Julie Love, Tucker Drake, and I. 
Welcome back to AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. You're tuned into Atheist Talk, and I'm your host, Hertzy Hertz. In studio with me is Maddie Love and Julie Love. Uh, and via Skype, we have Tucker Drake from the Athe- Atheist in the po- Trailer Park podcast. Atheist Talk is produced with funding from Minnesota Atheists and Cucumbers Restaurant in Edina, Minnesota. Please consider visiting our sponsors, and if you do, let them know that you appreciate their support of Atheist Talk. If you'd like to advertise on this program and help keep us on the air, please contact us at radio at mnatheist.org. As for the here and now, if you'd like to get involved in the conversation with Maddie with Maddie, Julie, Tucker, and I, you can call us at 952-946-6205, email us at radio at mnatheist.org, tweet us at, at Atheist Talk, or check out the Facebook page, Atheist Talk. And with that little left turn out of the way, let's get back to our conversation with Tucker, Maddie, and Julie. So in, during the break, we had a caller call in and suggest that perhaps what you were referring to, Tucker, was the... Uh, Little skit in the Rocky and Bullwinkle show with uh, was it Mr. Peabody? Was it Shermer and Mr. Peabody or Sherman and Mr. Peabody? Sherman and Mr. Peabody. Yeah, yeah. But no, that wasn't it. Alas. But I don't know what somebody figured it out. It's Voyagers. I think Tucker. You figured it out, Tucker. Yeah, thanks to the Googles. Aha! Hail Google. (laughs) Which we also should point out: it's Voyagers, which is not to be confused with Voyagers National Park here in Minnesota, or Viger. Or Voyager. Or, or Voyeur. Yes. All completely distinct and different things. And probably all spelled almost exactly the same. And probably all better than this show that I just Googled. Voyager. It looks terrible. <laughs> For a moment, I thought you were talking about this show being Atheist Talk, and I was going to say, oh, no, well, no. Voyager, Star Trek. Yeah, that's totally better than this show. <laughs> this, this show is, is by all means far and above all of the rest of them. Except for Star Trek. Even better than Star Trek. No, that is blasphemy right there. Saying it's better than Doctor Who would be blasphemy. I would say they're both blasphemy. <sighs> so let's go. So let's <laughs> let's go back to t- time travel. That that actually. <laughs> well, I'm curious. We were ta- we talked a lot about the the multiverse in the first segment, but and and like I, I'm aware of the multiverse. I mean, it's in a lot of pop culture things, and I hear a lot of people talking about it. But I guess what I don't know is like, is this an actual? Could not like is this something that scientists and physicists actually believe, or is this something that's just really put forward as a hey, this is one hypothetical? Like, how much credibility does this have in the scientific community? Uh, it's it's one of those things where the math checks out, but there's a whole lot of details that haven't been filled in yet, so they're not really certain it could exist. So, so to like a lot of other physics where eventually we'll get to the point where we can prove it and everyone will be disappointed because we've proven it and now they have nothing else to work on. <laughs> well, well, we're still figuring stuff out about Einstein's theories of relativity. Oh, good. Uh, oh, good. In fact, uh, the uh, that photograph of the black hole that was recently published uh, has got the people – tweaking elements of Einstein's theory. Which, I mean... Uh, not, yeah. not that his theory is wrong, just that, well, this, you know, sheds a little new light on the subject, so we need to think about these things here and there. Um, and Which then, is awesome, because, like, we know yeah. that we don't know everything, and that's that's what separates a theory, like, a scientific theory from, say, I've got a theory about whatever, 
is you know and and what separates atheism and, and secularism type thinking from religious thinking is we can tweak our theories to better fit the facts as we learn more things and discover more things i, I just i love this aspect of science I'm still on the idea that I think that black holes are time travel portals. So, sure, <laughs> there, well, there there are theories that talk about how you could use a black hole for time travel. I am curious. Okay, do you know? Are you very well and like versed in those theories? Because I I am curious. Uh, I know a little bit about it. I certainly don't know any of the math involved. But well, fair, that, fair. We, that's yeah. so we don't need the math. We just need. The rest of it. Yeah, I'm not posting. Uh, I don't have a whiteboard to share with my <laughs> listeners. <laughs> uh, but like, one of the ways you could possibly use it for time travel is if you've ever seen, you know, the original Star Trek series or um, uh, uh, Star Trek Four, where they slingshot around the sun and travel back in time. You could do the same kind of thing with a black hole. There's also the possibility that if a black hole is spinning in the right manner and you hit it at the right manner, you could actually travel through time. Um, but, I, you know, the specifics of, like, how far back you would be able to go or things like that, I don't know. I know that there are some theories that say if you build a time machine, the farthest back in the past that you can go is the moment in which you invented the time machine. That's not fun. Yeah, that kind of renders it pointless, you know. That doesn't make a lot of sense. A lot of math doesn't. Like, it does. Like, if you understand math. And I have, yeah, I don't understand. There's a lot of maths I don't understand. I understand accounting and that that subject's already been confined to the no box for now. <laughs> Let me sum up what I know about accounting. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's subtracted from the conversation. Ooh. Yeah, now the, the, the bad puns are just multiplying. <laughs> and the hard part is that, that those are math puns. Those are not accounting puns. Sorry, there's no accounting for good taste. Not in this show. <laughs> well, I, I guess that makes me – so with all other things, it's like some of the physicists can believe this or not believe it. But it sounds like they're not really completely wedded to the idea that this has to be true. Multi, the multiverse has to be a real thing. They're just like, hey, this is a possibility. There's nothing to suggest it can't. There's no reason to not believe it. But there's no reason to like put all your eggs in that basket of belief either. Right. Um <laughs> Now, uh, I forget what his specialization is, but uh, he's he's got a doctorate in some science. I think it's astrophysics or theoretical physics. But uh, Brian Cox uh, has said that um, if the universe is infinite, there is absolutely another you out there because – Matter can only combine in finite ways. So somewhere out there in the universe is another solar system identical to ours with an identical Earth. And the people on that planet are doing the same things there that we're doing here now. Which makes sense. I think the hard part is that 
including myself when I say this, but people have – it's really hard to wrap your brain around how big infinite is because yeah. it's like, well, that would take for like, – but infinite is infinite. <laughs> it's, it's really hard to – that's a hard concept to grasp. Right, and it, it sort of gets you to, to the whole, uh, you know, being condemned to hell for all eternity for, you know, a minor sin. Yeah, because well, you just is, happen is, to go on Pornhub at one time. Right, how is that a valid punishment for, It was one you know, time, Hertzy. I know, I'm just going, one time? Sure. <laughs> we'll return right after the break with Maddie Love, Julie Love, and Tucker Drake. Please stay with us. I'm Hertzy Hertz, and you're listening to Atheist Talk on KTNF AM 950. Thank you for tuning in to Atheist Talk on AM 950 KTNF. I'm your host, Hertzy Hertz, and we're having what I would classify as a wonderful conversation. Though admittedly, in the break, Maddie did mention how there's a universe where Duck, Duck, Gray Duck is the right one, and we're just not going to go there. <laughs> we're not going to go there. Yeah, sorry to goose you like that. Oh. <sighs> But yes, it is a wonderful conversation with Maddie Love, Julie Love, and Tucker Drake. If you'd like to get involved in the conversation, you can call us at 952-946-6205, email us at radio at mnatheist.org, or tweet us at, at Atheist Talk, or check out the Facebook page. We have the Facebook group, Minnesota Atheists, and the Facebook page, Atheist Talk. Before we continue with this conversation, there's a bit more housekeeping to take in. I want to note our group of dedicated volunteers and the generous donations of you, our listeners. I have our donor of the week in just a second, but I will do that next Time's bit. Time's up. Hmm? Time's up. Yeah, you said a second. No. I was but, just seconding what Julie said. Are you going to go back in time and rectify your mistake? There's a universe where you did it right. You know that? There is a universe I do it right every single time. And this is not that universe. I'm happy. I'm happy to live in this one. Um, I'm okay with this one. I mean, I can make some changes. That I do want to note. I do note that our donors are wonderful and amazing people. And if you want to help and be amazing like them, you can do so at our radio fund page or at our Patreon, where you can get extended interviews at www.patreon.com/atheisttalk. Minnesota Atheist is a 501c3 tax-deductible organization. We could not do this show without you, and we deeply, deeply appreciate your support. Music for Atheist Talk is by composer and member Brent Michael Davis and is used with permission, at least in this universe. Please note all our opinions are of the guest and host only and do not necessarily reflect those of the Minnesota Atheist Organization, who may or may not believe in the multi-universe theory now that I think about it. But let's get back to the conversation with Maddie, Julie, and Tucker Drake. Now, Sam, Sam the Engineer, you had a question, a long question, which is why I'm bringing you in to ask that again. You had a wonderful long question that you wanted to bring up. What was that? Well, so I just we're, – we're talking about the, the multiverse and, and we've been sticking with mostly general relativity and just the cosmological scale of everything. And I – I, I do. I just. I'm not. I don't have a degree in it or anything. But I've. I've always. I don't been think any of us do. <laughs> yeah. But I've always uh, uh, done a lot of research into quantum mechanics and everything. And I noticed that they do have. They have their own interpretation called the many worlds interpretation. And without getting too into the depths of quantum mechanic weirdness, we've all heard the Schrodinger's cat or whatever, where you can they, quote unquote be in a superposition of the cat's both alive and dead until you check the box to see if it is. And in this many worlds interpretation, it's basically like saying that it, when you check 
and you collapse the wave function to make the cat decide, well, to make the cat be either dead or alive, there's another universe where the, the exact opposite happens. So on this tiny, tiny infinitesimal scale, we also have a way of creating all, basically an infinite amount of universes. So, so unfortunately, Tucker, Tucker wasn't able to hear you, which is sad. So, Tucker, quick summary. Basically, like we've been talking about things on kind of a large scale, and this the idea is like this would be on a tiny scale. Like you know, you you trip on a sta- a stair, and whether or not you fall down the stairs or not can break up into at least two universes, if not more. And how even the littlest things make. Multiple well, worlds. But what, what Sam was talking about is like at the quantum scale, yeah. when, you know, the superposition of like, do we know that this spin up or spin down, when you force that, that particle to spin up versus spin down, now you've decided that um, that, that in and of itself has created the two universes. And now we can't hear Tucker. Tucker? Yes. Oh, oh good. <laughs> <laughs> In a universe, I had a heart attack. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, so, there, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, there. there's a news story I saw earlier this week about how they're going to start searching for something that most people would not think was possible and I didn't even know was possible, is they're, they're going to try and find it what the variations are in the things known as universal constants. So, like, you know, we know that the speed of light is 186,000 miles per second, but it turns out that that may not actually be the case. There may be a little variability in that. And the variability is um, so small, it'd be like comparing a sheet of paper to, say, the world's tallest building. So when you say there may be variability in it, do you mean variability in this universe or variability in other potential universes? In or every both? potential universe because it's um, it has to do with the uh, quantum levels of how everything comes to exist and that what actually makes up subatomic particles. And it you start going down some really deep rabbit holes that, you know, twist your brain when you get into the, you know, what makes up the fundamental pieces of matter. And because it's somehow a type of energy that actually becomes a solid form and turns into the, you know, atoms and molecules and physical objects and things like that. Well, yeah, because energy and mass are just two sides of the same coin. So, right. like, where where does mass come from? Like, why does energy – like, why is that even a thing? Why is there a relationship between the two? Quarks and gluons. Right. Right. And so with them checking the, the universal constants, and these would be not just the speed of light, but there's what's known as Planck's limit, which is the smallest size that uh, can exist. And it's um, – you know, I mean, we're talking about how the, the smallest bits of subatomic matter, things like that. It turns out that there's there could be variations in that. And the kind of sophisticated equipment that we have to build to do that is mind-blowing. 
uh, but we can do things like that because the, uh, the gravity wave detectors, which we've built, are equally as sophisticated and sensitive. They can detect, I think it is small enough, the motion small enough that it's like within, uh, you know, the orbit of an electron around an atom. That's how small the motions they can detect with those gravity wave detectors. All right, so I'll, I'm going to pause because we have a David from Egan who may or may not be. Well, I know a David that lives in Egan. He's a pretty nice guy. I hope it's the same one. I don't know. I've heard he's kind of dicey. I'm not. I'm not touching that. I love David too much. <laughs> I've heard he's a gamut. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we're Whoops. not going to get the caller? Nope, nope, we got him. No, no wait, do we? Sam, we need help here. Hello? David? Yes, this is David. Awesome! Yay! It is Yay! friend of the show, David Gamet. It's the good one. Yes. Um, Tucker, can you hear David? It's good one. Nope. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, no, Tucker cannot hear you. Uh, so oh. I think I can figure that out. Okay. Well, Sam figures that out. I will read. I'll read one of your questions, David, so that we can at least start this off. All right. Thank um, you. So, what are the thoughts on whether time travel and our actions would affect our current universe, or would it only affect the parallel universe? Um, that is. I, I think it would depend on how you traveled through time. Okay. In other words, if you went, you know, if you which direction you went and how far you went in that particular direction. Um, All right, and then the next one is: How likely would we be able to move forwards rather than backwards? Yeah, forward sounds much more fun. I won't know the devastation that I'm doing. Fact. Uh, <laughs> You'll just know the devastation devastation that you've done. Ooh, ooh. oh, one comes with a lot of guilt. <laughs> Well, te- technically, we're moving forward through time all the time. Uh, but somebody has said, and I, I, this is another one of those things where there's a whole bunch of math, but you know nobody knows for certain, uh, that if you wanted to go back in time, it would require as much energy as was needed to create the universe. That's a so, lot. That that's a, a lot. bit of a bummer. All right, Tucker, Tucker, can, can you hear David now? No. Hello, Shoot. this is David. Shoot. He still can't hear him, Sam. But thankfully, David can hear Tucker. And really, as long as we can all hear Tucker, I think that this is the best universe to be in. Yeah, I can work with that. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. So the next one I, I actually think is really interesting is thoughts on us dying if we travel into the future due to our immune system not being caught up or killing those in the past due to their immune system not being adapted to what we have now. Also, there is kind of a thing of if you go to the past, there's a whole bunch of stuff that we've kind of eradicated that, or or have yeah. built stuff around. Hey, I got my smallpox immunization. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't. I don't have a scar. And I don't have a smallpox vaccination. So I'm screwed. <laughs> Ditto. Guess so, I'm going alone. <gasps> oh. oh. So, in this universe, I am now sad. 
Tucker, what about your thoughts on that? Well, that's pretty, you know, that's, that's something nobody talks about really in, in fiction. And most people don't know this, but it was indoor plumbing that gave us polio. Because when we had, you know, outhouses and chamber pots, people were exposed to a virus, and I don't remember what it is, but it gave you immunity to polio. And then because we had sanitary conditions, you know, more sanitary conditions after indoor plumbing was invented, people weren't exposed to that virus, and they contracted polio, which was much worse. So it's sort of like right, how they that. figured out how to inoculate against smallpox because they noticed, hey, people who have cowpox, you know, don't get smallpox, and cowpox is much, much more mild than smallpox. So let's infect everybody with cowpox, and then we won't have to worry about them dying from smallpox. Fascinating. There is there is one sci-fi-ish thing that I've thought about that de- does kind of work with the whole idea of vaccinations. So, um, Tucker, have you ever heard of the one Spider Jerusalem? No. Uh-uh. Okay. So it's a little out there, but not too out there. Um, <clears throat> it's a futuristic or Transmetropolitan is the name of the comic book. So in this w- future, there are almost like um, areas of, of the world, I guess, where they've decided that they are going to freeze a particular moment in time. And so Spider Jerusalem, who's a a journalist, decides he's going to go into one of these places. And to do so, he has to get himself double vaccinated, vaccinated against all the things he's going to experience. And then he has to get vaccinated to make sure that anything he has, he doesn't bring into this area. So wow. Yeah. He, and it shows him with like 20 million needles because <laughs> there's a lot. Uh, but we will come back in just a moment after the break. Welcome back to AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. You're turned into Atheist Talk, and I'm your host, Hertzy Hertz, in studio with Maddie Love and Julie Love and on Skype with Tucker Drake. This is our final segment with Maddie, Julie, and Tucker. If you're curious about Minnesota Atheists, you can check out the Minnesota Atheist website. We have previous episodes. You can browse articles, book reviews, peruse the calendar of upcoming events, which let's see, this this week we're talking about, we have the Business Week meeting uh, later today, which we'll be talking about statistics and the non-believers. And then on June 8th, we have our first end of the world party, which apparently there was an end of the world on April 23rd that we totally missed. Uh, but we are planning for this one and June 8th. So. At, least, at least we didn't predict it and it didn't happen. Very true. When we pre- when we predict we're going to have an end of end of the world party, that party actually occurs. The party occurs. Exactly. We're not so sure about the end and of the all, world. And all of our guests are enraptured versus being raptured. <laughs> Is it the true end of the world or just the end of the world as we know it? Oh. Now, see, usually when I tell a pun, there is some rapid eye movement from Julie as she rolls her eyes back in her head. <laughs> um, and as far as our donors, <laughs> and as far as our wonderful donors of the week, it is Cindy and Jan. Jan, yep. thank you. 
And Jan was actually last week, but we did a pre-record for Easter oh, with the Satanic right. Temple, so we weren't able to have to, to do that. So yeah. And there's a tear crawling down my cheek now. Because you weren't in my living room as we recorded it? That too. I was actually making dinner with the board. Hey. I was working my butt off. Good for you. Oh, yes. And I'm sure we will do another dinner with the board next year if you are interested. It is absolutely delicious. Uh, but if you enjoy the show and all Minnesota Atheist has to offer, consider becoming a member of Minnesota Atheist while you're on the website. Memberships had some great perks. You can check out the websites for the hows and the whys. And now back to our conversation of multi-universe and time travel with Tucker Drake, Maddie Love, and Julie Love. I'm sorry. I'm still Googling and trying to understand this polio thing because, like, I love biology. I'm a clinical microbiologist. Fact. This was brand new information for me, which I love because I love learning new things. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Like, the idea was that in the past, uh, because you got it as a baby and then you – there were maternal antibodies that protected the next generation of offspring. So they got it. They got the polio virus, but it just kind of came as a common cold kind of type symptoms mm. because you were being protected from the previous infection. Now, what I do see is that it's currently just a theory. It doesn't have broad scale like consensus in the virology community. But it may never because hopefully we'll never get to that point where you can do a really big study on it. I would really like polio to just go away. As long as the oral vaccine for polio exists, you will never have it go away because the oral vaccine is a live virus. So you take it and then you shed it and then it goes into the sewage. And so then it exists there. Well, okay. Like, fine. Yeah, it it gets a little complicated because the the injection virus is different from from the oral vaccine virus. They both have uses and they're both important. But the history of polio vaccines is not a topic for this show. No. But it's a great show. And if you, there's a great podcast called This Podcast Will Kill You. And it's just about – it's these two – I'm trying to get them on our show. It's these two uh, microbiologists that are like grad school PhD students and they just cover infectious diseases. And they have an episode on polio. It's great. You should listen to it. Definitely plugging it officially. Sorry, getting back to the multiverse and timelines we were chatting about earlier and quantum entanglements and things that had nothing to do with my long tangent. <laughs> I love, That's I, okay. I, They're interesting. I have a passion for microbiology. so It's like my passion for Satan. Well, yes, I guess. Only yours exists. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, but you can believe in both. Well, hey, maybe there's a universe where Satan does exist. Maybe there is a universe where Satan exists. Maybe there's a universe where Satan is the bad guy, not the good guy, like in this one. Ooh, I've heard that Supernatural might have something like that. Well, speaking of multiverses, Supernatural did one where they jumped, they jumped into like the Scooby-Doo universe. Oh, my favorite is the one where they sco- where they go into this universe where they're oh, two yes. actors. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! That I was have great. actually never watched any of these because I'm a chicken and can't watch anything that's even closely related to horror. And Julie's just shaking her head and like she mocks me for this because she's like supernatural isn't scary, and it's like I understand that, but it's scary to me. Tucker, have you watched any uh, Supernatural? No, no, um, I have not. I've heard of the show. Uh, but I've never watched it. I I, I don't watch too much TV anymore. Uh, I was an early adopter of cord cutting uh, back when uh, the the only way you could watch something online was pretty much piracy. So <laughs> I remember that's how I got into Doctor Who. Is uh, the pathologist that I were in the, my lab at the time would burn and 
he would pirate the Doctor Who episodes, burn them onto a, a DVD, and then give them to me. But we're not going to talk about that. I didn't mention the pi- – well, this was – I'm moving sure there's on, a statute of limitations. On. And moving he's the one on. doing the pirating. Moving on. <laughs> you did say that the that everything that the guests and hosts talk about is not the official position of Minnesota atheists, right? I'm just going to shake my head. Ducker, talk to us about multiverse theory, please. Ah, well, you, you know, something that, that What's nobody the- really gets into when they're doing, you know, the time travel thing, because you'll have, say, an episode of, for example, Star Trek, where they go back in time and then, you know, they're debating about how not to interfere with the, the timeline. They, they forget that just by being there, they're interfering with the timeline because, you know, they're, perhaps their ship blocks a cosmic ray particle that had it, you know, gone through space without ever encountering the ship would have hit somebody and given that person cancer and they would have died. But because, you know, they didn't get hit by that cosmic ray particle, they don't get cancer. They go on to do things that they wouldn't have done that, that they didn't do in the original timeline. Uh, you know, so nobody, for some reason, nobody talks about that. They all just do the, oh, well, we're, we're here in the past and we didn't intend to be, so we've got to make sure we don't interfere with anything. Well, just by being there, you're changing things. Kind of like Bill and Ted went back and, you know, stole Joan of Arc and... Socrates. Yeah, Socrates. <laughs> I, I think to take that even further, too, if we yeah. go back to quantum well, physics... I, 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 Never really enjoyed that movie because I knew too many people like them. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the second so one good. is better. The third one's going to be have, great. I haven't seen the second one. Um, the second one. They, it, oh, the second one, they deal with death. Yeah, yeah. They melt in death. I just don't know how they're going to do the third one with George Carlin dead. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I was, we talked about your early adopter of cord cutting on the Great Courses Plus, which is a fantastic video streaming service. They have, Sean Carroll has a series called Mysteries of uh, Modern Physics, and I intend to start watching these now. Yeah, but that's they. I haven't seen that one, but I know a lot of the mysteries in modern physics are r- really hard to wrap your your head around i mean they start talking about things and you're this makes sense this makes sense wait something just took a hard left here and i have no idea well what's going well we're actually going to have to take a hard left and end the show for this week but thank you for tuning into atheist talk and we'd love for you to join us again next sunday which should be another exciting episode even if i'm out Um, thank you very much have a great weekend